the best bets in sports and show you that it doesn't take a professional odds maker to win a mint. Plus, the show will be coming to you live from Boomtown Casino on the West Bank. You can join in the fun, get in on the action, and have a taste of the Big Easy with Nola Steak and Executive Chef Lewis Brown. Want to bet with the Professor Nick Harrison? Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on ESPN 100.3 FM, ESPN New Orleans. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Are you cool with Luca saying Giannis is the best player in the world? At the end of the day, I'm never giving somebody credit for being the best player in the world. I'm not doing it as a player. As a fan of the game, sure. But as a player who's competing, I'm not saying out loud to any news publication that anybody's better than me. I don't want you to ever think you have an advantage on me. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Marlon Pinkrad coming up at 2.15. Rush of the show is open. 800-998-1003. Pelicans defeat the Suns not once but twice. Friday and Sunday, 10 games. Above 518 and 8. And as of 2.02 p.m. on this Monday, the year of our Lord, December 12, 2022, there was still... In first place of the Western Conference, how far have things have come one year ago? Yesterday, Evan Sachs over on Twitter reminding us all not to take this for granted. This is NBA Countdown. It's a game about to be taking place. Uh, it has nothing to do with the Pels. Well, oh, does it? This is when it was announced that Williamson suffered the setback in recovery from foot surgery, so it was time to pile on. Jalen, immediately, when you hear that, what's the first thought that goes through your mind? That Zion won't play this season. And based on his body type, his weight when you can't play, in particular with your injuries to your lower extremities, it's really tough to keep your weight down and stay in shape. So I don't think the team is also going to give him a rookie extension for his deal, which now is going to put his future in doubt with that team going forward. And, listen, I hate to say this, but it puts things in doubt in terms of New Orleans and that franchise. I mean, when you're struggling and the guy who was your lifeline is now probably out for the season, you don't know what his future is. What does that do? Look, that community is really small since Katrina, right? And they've got a franchise they are supporting historically in the Saints. You just, you're forced to wonder what is the future of the Pelicans, even though ownership is solid and all of that greeny. How much support can there literally be in that community for this team? It just, it makes you wonder, makes me sad. I'm not wondering about anything. And I don't mean to be the Grinch. I don't want to steal that title from Jalen Rose, <laughs> but I'm just going to do it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got an announcement to make. Is it possible? Okay. And I'm not saying he's faking his injury. I'm not questioning the legitimacy of it, Will Bond, in any way. I want to be very clear about that. But Zion Williamson will not be playing for the New Orleans Pelicans in two years. I believe he's not that enthusiastic about playing for that franchise. Mm. Somebody needs to say it. Somebody needs to get it out. So I'm going to do it for y'all. He's not excited. Uh, he wants to play the game of basketball, but considering who he is, how box office he is, and what he brings to the table, I know how you are, and guarding a guardian of smaller market and all of that <laughs> That's stuff. Where I'm but going. some cats don't want it. I truly believe, and it's just my belief, no intel, no inside information, it's just my belief 
He is not that enthused about playing in New Orleans. And what would that mean for that franchise? That's my point. And like the injuries in Portland, to me, don't signify the job Chauncey Billups is going to do. The same thing for Willie Green here with the Pelicans. But I'm with Wilbon here. You lose Zion soon, you might as well lose the team. Seattle on line one. Seattle on line one. This was Friday night. Get it to Z now, straddling the arc up top. Bridges on the switch. Two crossovers. Drives in. Lay it in with a right hand and one. And Zion saying no, no, no to the VIPs on the baseline. Inbound Alvarado, right wing. Wide open three. Instant offense and instant energy for Jose Alvarado. It's uncanny what that young man does. And now Nance steals from Booker. Floated to Najee. One dribble, drive, laying in and a foul by Devin Booker. And one. The spark plug. Jose, take the three. Now over Landale for three. Heat check, Alvarado. The man is magical. Downloads intercepted by Zion. One-on-one with Payne. He will plant it down with a left hand. Smoothie gig center. Monty Williams takes a timeout. Williamson crosses over. He got a screen, and he will throw it down with a left hand. It's quaking in here. Paul, no foul, Z. Weaves through. Lay it. Missed it. Rebound, Nance. Throw it up to four, Zion. This will be showtime. 360. Left hand. That's a dunk contest dunk. Chris Paul takes exception. The horn is sounded. Willie Green is being physically restrained. <laughs> that was just Friday. All 12 fans in that arena making it that, that exciting yesterday. Just it out to Zion. Right wing three. That is good. His second made three of the afternoon. And the Pels take a two-point lead. Now a steal tray. Jump feed Z. Extra pass. CJ. Two-hand flush. It's amazing what 12 people sound like, huh? Off the window by Dyson Daniels. Back the other way, Williamson. They get back defensively. Zion. Leave it for CJ. Willie saying, get in the right corner, Dyson. Shot clock at 10. McCollum. With Craig on the switch. Chester to Daniels trying to post up Z. Shot clock at five. Dyson to the dotted line. Got to put it up. Najee with two with one. Finger rolling in at the shot clock buzzer. And then over the weekend on Friday and Sunday, you heard a lot of this. MVP chance ringing throughout. And perhaps the highlight of the highlight yesterday. Paul abnormally extends his legs and makes contact with Williamson with the pressure foul. Therefore, it's been overturned to an offensive foul. New Orleans will retain their timeout and receive the ball out Thank you, Secaucus. Yeah, just keep in mind that uh, two minutes and 11 seconds NBA showtime from a year ago. What a difference a year makes calendar-wise. But, yes, you heard Wilbon screaming a Jalen Rose, Seattle on line one. Everyone convinced you heard screaming A say it. I have no inside information. It's just my, just recklessly 
He doesn't want to be here. Doesn't like New Orleans. This is last night. Uh, that's just the city of New Orleans. They, they got a lot of love. Uh, I've been saying it for years. Uh, Drew Brees told me when I first met him, if you love the city, it's going to love you right back. And, um, it's a true statement. I love the city of New Orleans. Um, and I'm just glad they come out and support the way they do. You know, I played it a little bit earlier too on that dunk. We've had two callers already say that this is sort of perhaps in their mind like the Pell's Gleason moment, sort of like we've arrived. This is you gotta start thinking about us differently and, and really a connection about the fans. Now look, obviously different circumstances, but I understand I think where those two callers are coming from in that if you've been a fan of this team, that's that's all you heard. The Screaming A's, the Jalen Rose, the Kendrick Perkins. Literally, they're trying to move your franchise, even though they say they have no information. Even though, as you heard Screaming A say, they have solid ownership foundation. Like, it doesn't matter. They're just going to push this narrative. And if there's one thing that a New Orleanian can't stand is being told how they should think, how they should be, how they should feel. I loved that dunk on Friday. It wasn't just a dunk. Look, I felt it. It felt different. I was texting like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. I couldn't go to sleep. I was like, dude, they, they were telling people that was a message. That was like, we're gonna we're gonna compete now. Like we're here. We we're not some bad team. Like they have confidence. They feel it. That they, they did that. But to have two callers today call and say that to them, that in reference, that moment that brought tears to Saints fans. Again, different moment, different thing, coming back from Katrina and stuff. But even for fans to sort of feel that emotionally attached to that basketball team, that's incredible to have just two callers even feel that way, whether you agree or not, right? Kind of gives you an idea of, oh, that's what I'm saying. That's what that moment meant, that dunk. That's what Zion said. That was a little out of character for me. But you got to understand, I mean... You can understand it or not. They sent my teammates home last year. I missed all last year. I got I got carried away a little bit. I admit that. But, you know, I was in that locker room. My brothers were down because, you know, the son sent us home last year. That, that's a tough moment to be a part of. So in that moment, I got carried away. I admit that. That was out of character for me. <clears throat> so, you know, if they was to do the same thing, I wouldn't have no problem with it. Jose Alvarado, huge in that game on Friday. I had this to say afterwards. That's the camera right there, right? Zion Williams, MVP. That's just how he's playing an MVP. Uh, MVP everything right now. You know, he's just being a great leader, coming in, showing that, uh, all that. He heard all that talk, you know, when he was sitting down, and he's competing. He's being an MVP player, so Zion Williams is going to be – he keep playing like this, he would be MVP. This was C.J. McCullough on how Zion handled. Remember, he hadn't played the Suns. So going into that game Friday, that's what was so remarkable to see how, how he played. 35 points Friday, 35 points last night. Dude dropped 70 on the Suns in two games. He was a plus 30 in a close game. So that tells you how dominant he was offensively, defensively, pushing tempo, getting to the free throw line. Um, he gets us in a bonus early, changes the game, you know, for everybody, makes the game easier. Um, in terms of pushing tempo, always putting pressure on the basket and always, 
um, drawing, you know, multiple defenders. So I think he, he relished this opportunity. I think him sitting last season and seeing, you know, how we were playing, you know, especially after the trade and as we went to the playoffs, he was relishing this opportunity to be out there and to be able to play in big moments and meaningful games. And he, he's delivering uh, and playing like an MVP. Yeah, incredible how that goes right there. Um, the other thing, too, and again, I do think it, it, it is a big thing. When you think of the, the wins seven in a row here, Zion was asked, what, what has he learned in this? And what's been that? I, I hear somebody on the, on the line. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Who's this? Hey, Jimmy. Hey, 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 Jimmy. Hey, man. Look, it was a great win. Just want to say about the Pelicans and get the, get your take on this. You know, with Brandon Ingram being out, obviously Zion's got the green light to be, dynamic player that, you know, we all knew he'd be healthy and who we saw at Duke before he got hurt there. You know, he's battled the, the weight issue, he's battled injuries, you know, uh, but again, with Ingram being out, it's actually, I think, in a lot of ways about him to be the leader, you know, because Ingram is a poor man's version of Kevin Durant, right? He's supposed to be that guy, like the guy who go inside, outside, the mid-range, Kind of like, kind of like a plastic man, Stacey Ogden, but better. Um, you know, again, a poor man's Kevin Durant. But with Ingram being out, it's really allowed Zion to blossom during the seven game win streak. And, um, I just want to get your take on, and I've, I've noticed that, you know, ever since they've been paired together, you know, because like who really is our leader? You know, for Ingram really has been the leader because he's been in the league longer, but you know, Zion probably has more talent overall. He's just a freak of nature. Who could dominate games? I don't think Ingram has the the freaking nature physical abilities that uh, Zion has just to take over a game like like Zion has a tendency to do sometimes. Uh, but I, I want to get your take on what's it going to be like long term if Zion starts becoming, say, hypothetically like a future MVP of the league or a face of the league or a mm-hmm. face of the team. How are how are they going to have you know? Uh, enough shots for everybody um you know with ingram coming back and the shots he wants to take and but hey look I, I, it's been a great run seven straight wins now they got to go up to utah and deal with that elevation which is a big factor Gus. that elevation up there has a lot to do with why teams lose in utah it's not that utah's that good they just can't breathe by the third quarter but i want to get your take on that i'm going to hang up and listen why what do you what do you expect if Zion keeps ascending like this how are they going to cut up the piece of pie on the shots when Ingram comes back? Well, I'll say this. I don't think it's going to be as big as a problem um, as some may feel about it based on this, Jimmy. If you listen to what Zion has said in the past this season alone, um, there was one game where he and Brandon Ingram cooked, and he repeatedly says that he's like his brother on the court, that, he, that there's an unwritten language already that they have. And he knows when each player needs to get this way or that way. And even he's referred to there's times where he just gets the heck out of the way and let Brandon Ingram go do it. I think the fact that you have a player like Zion that can be an MVP candidate, but is also a willing passer that does point Zion, spaces the floor consistently every single game talks about how he loves his shooters and the rest of the team and tries to get them involved. So you don't have a ball-dominant, ball-centric, the way that I become an MVP is I get mine and everyone else kind of is the cast. 
That's not him at all. And I think when you look at Brandon Ingram, he's a guy that is going to be more effective the more space he has. Well, when Zion has the ball and he drives and penetrates and can kick it out, then Brandon Ingram can do that. But you've seen him have that star power and be able to close out and take over games like last year. You remember when he played in the the play-in? And then won those two games to go into the first round. I mean, that he he was a story of the NBA postseason. That he had arrived. That he had become that next level guy. So, go to the Bulls. Go to the Warriors. Go to these recent NBA champs. Go to the Big Three. Go to you know Laboo and Kyrie. You better have more than one when it comes to that. So, it's not a problem at all. They're gonna figure it out how to do it. And I think they have differing games, which is a good thing. You also have, I think, an unselfishness with both. And, and Jimmy, if you've seen already this season, Brandon's demonstrated with a nine-game assist that or a nine-assist game, he has no problem dishing the ball to other players to get them to score. So I, I, I honestly don't think it's going to be a problem at all. I think it's going to be a problem for the league. I don't know how you stop them. Because while you're focusing on both of them, Jimmy, you know who you forgot to mention? CJ. And then everybody else on that team. Trey or Jose or something else. Somebody's going to be open. Somebody. And you got all of those guys that are confident in doing the shot. And it's, it's like I said, there's a reason I think people are excited. I don't think it's going to be a problem at all. Quick break. We come back. Marlon Favorite. We'll chat with him. It's the Sport Hangover and ESPN Orange. Get ready, Greater New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 till 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting, don't miss it. If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. 
Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Epic Fave 504 is the way to follow Mr. Marlin Favorites. Sir, how are you this afternoon? All is well. That's a nice little avenue, afternoon here in the city of New Orleans on the west side. Too. Hello. I hear you. Ain't nothing wrong with the best bank, baby. Um, Dude, are you a Pels fan yet, bro? Well, here's the thing, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a LeBron fan, but of mm-hmm. course, like mm-hmm. the Saints, I love my hometown, man. So, of mm-hmm. course, I'm a Pels okay. fan. I'm a Zion I'm excited, guys. I've been listening to y'all all morning, man. I'm pumped <laughs> up about the Pels, man. It looks so good out there, baby. Yeah, it's the only downside to it. I wish I could report that the Lakers lost, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, let me tell you something, though. And I'll say this. Like, I know we got to get to the stage. I'll let you all the good stuff. But for Zion to run that point guard the way he runs it and the handles he has for a big man, uh-huh. it's really unstoppable. His handles, like, I'm just coaching here, like, like just – all my basketball players and coaches out there. The Mitch match nightmare, Gus. So what you going to do, right? You got to get another big out there on them. So you're going to put a small on the big down bottom. You see, it's, it's that you have to, they force, it's almost like right now what Coach Willie's doing and, and the way this team is coming together, they're fo- forcing their opponents to put a mismatch because of Zion. That's why they're screaming MVP. This dude got handled it, imagine a smaller version of Shaq with real handles. Like, imagine if Shaquille O'Neal really had handles. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for the Pels. I love the energy. You know, shots out to that organization over there, man. They winning right now. I ain't lying. I hear you, man. It's interesting because I had a lot of it this weekend. I got a gentleman this morning at one of the grocery store parking lots when I was quickly running in and out, man. Um, it, it's crazy how... Not even a full season's gone by, not not a, much less a calendar year, and how people sort of feel about the Saints and how different that is, right? That confidence that you're talking about, that you're seeing with the Pels, this emotion and connection with the fan base. Fans still connect with the Saints, not what I'm saying, but they ain't got no confidence in this team. What I'm asking you, though, is as somebody that's been in a locker room and played on the field, can that permeate to y'all? Oh, yeah, no, part, what was that, bud? I said it's a, it's a little bit. What I, what I mean by that is, like, as a player, you hear the whispers. You you hear and you feel the difference, right? You you know when the crowd is cheering, but then you do feel when the crowd looks the other way, if that makes sense to your question. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening because I, I think one of the things that – I bring that up because you, you heard from a lot of like Pell's players, even Zion too. It's like you can feel the vibe, the energy in the city and all that. And I just, I, I mean, I, I got to imagine the same is the other on the other opposite of the spectrum, right? I mean, the, the man, you know, that excitement sort of ain't, ain't there and all that. And it just, it just stinks because when you look at that division, Marlon, I mean, if the Saints would have just taken care of business in Tampa yeah. or, or, or won one of the two of these games and showed up and played at Pittsburgh and, and done these things, they could be leading the division and being in the postseason. It's just frustrating, you know? It's, it's the change in leadership, Gus. And, and, and as a player, you feel it. Like, I know what it was like 
to be on the LSU football teams when we were winning. But I also remember the feeling of what it felt like to play for the New Orleans Voodoo with a three and some odd record. You know, and, and that's – the players feel it. You know, it, they're human too. Like, this city's small. So, most guys don't just hop in their truck and pop on their iPod. They might have it on this station right here. Hello, somebody. Right? Or they listening to the – or they cut the TV on. They say, oh, they trash. So, they fit the energy around. Like, when the Saints are winning – the, the players feel like superstars. They're walking around the city like, because all the energy is around them. All that energy shifted over to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Like, Gus, you open your show. We used to used to open up. Okay, the Saints got a big game this week. This week is oh yeah, the Pels. So it's almost like they're the ugly duckling in the room right now. It's like the, the tensions on the other. And, and the players, they they do feel that, Gus. From <laughs> as a player, you feel that. You do. I think one of the other things that that is um interesting moving forward to as well with this team is to you know in the next couple of weeks i mean dennis allen said it last week going into the bye and he speaks today at three i'm sure he'll reiterate it right that he he says look we're, we're going to play our tails off and i guess it'll be apparent to see in the next four games who's in and who's not right because at the end of the day maybe this season ain't what you want it to be and it won't be in terms of a championship even the playoffs but i guess that's what i'm looking at right um who 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 I'm bringing back next year? That's that's what you have to look as a head coach. You're looking at your team. Losing tells you a lot as a head coach. Who's buying in? Who's still trying to play like they're winning? Like if, if I'm a, a coach, right? And I'm just hypothetically speaking, I'm looking at the same team. Cam Jordan as the same Cam Jordan with a with a double digit win record as it is right now. Demario Davis. Whoever this kid is from Ohio State, right, that's lighting it up, Chris Olave, he's playing like they winning. But you can, you, you see the production's down a little bit in the running back room. Production's down a, a, a tad bit on the interior line. Production's down in the secondary. A lot of that has to do with injury. A lot of it has to do with chemistry. Like the locker room, when you're not winning, it's not a happy place, right? And, I, and honestly, I feel like, the team is better, and this isn't any slight at Andy, nor the coaching staff for the decisions that they're making, but it seems like when Jameis Winston is the, is the leader, the quarterback on that team, the energy is better. It's more, well, let's get it up, guys. It's, and that stuff is infectious throughout the locker room. Like, the players feel like when you losing, man, when I play with the voodoo, me and Big Zoe and Fry and that going cracking jokes when we losing, we mad, but it, light, it lightens it up. But now we practice it better, and then that goes on to the, into the game, and maybe we might go on a little winning spree. I remember we won like two or three games in a row. Yeah. The energy was better, Gus. So losing breeds bad energy for the coaches. It, it shows you character, like who's, who, who I need to build this team, who I need to bring on to this team. Because at the end of the day, look, it ain't that fun when the rabbit got the gun, baby. When it looks to win it, when it's, when it's on the opposite side, and right. the decision goes on the other foot, it's a little bit different. Hear that? Marlon Favorite at Big Fave 504 is a way to follow over on Twitter and, of course, Instagram and everything else and social media, including his music. you got to go check that out. Before I let you go, though, sir, there was one other big name in the world of LSU football that announced his future, and uh, it's B.J. O'Jolari. He's going to go into the NFL draft. Um, I, I think judging just by the comments under that post that he put out there and LSU football did as well, um, that's a lot of respect for him, and he was pretty big this season, wasn't he? 
He was. He was. Uh, I'm, I'm closer to BJ than I am a couple of other players just over the last couple of months, just talking to him, being around the program. He's a leader. He's a guy that, that understands what it takes to win, and he's experienced that. I think he made the right decision, Gus, to go to the NFL um, after three seasons with the Tigers. The numbers are there. The stock is high. You have to strike where the iron is hot. And he's one of those those players that even in this bounce back year, you, you look back at the at the Auburn game and him creating that turnover and Jay Ward scooping and scoring. Th- those are on national television. A lot of scouts were probably scribbling their pens on that. And and the numbers are there in terms of the sacks and the and the size and the, the the length of the arms and the prototypical defensive end that they're looking for. He's going to be more than likely a day one guy, uh, you know, first, second round guy, I think. And uh, big ups to BJ. He, he, he definitely earned it. It's incredible, I guess, to kind of see how careers either come and go and, and the legacy, you know, some of these players to sort of leave as well. And then moving on to the NFL, man, I, I think he's, how do you think he translates going into the league next, uh, next year? I think he translates exceptionally well. He he will fit on, just to think about a couple of teams, I can imagine him opposite side of of a, of a uh, Max Crosby or, or Arden Key playing on that Oakland's D-line. I could see him, uh, I mean, quiet as his kept. I mean, he wouldn't be available probably anymore when, when because obviously Saints need to draft a, a defensive, uh, excuse me, a quarterback, but mm-hmm. – I mean, I can see him in a 4-3 system like the Saints playing the obviously DN as well. Here's a guy that can play in a 3-4. He could do that. He could he could play in one of those Bill Belichick defenses as a stand-up outside linebacker DN. You use him to rush and for run support. So him being able to, to, to be in a two-point stance, and that's no, no hand in the dirt, and being able to play in a three-point stance, one hand in the dirt, uh, will give him opportunity to, to – be on a, high on a lot of NFL teams' boards because you can always use an edge rusher, a big body on the edge that that's slender enough to cover if you need him to, and you know he can have an opportunity to show his athleticism. So I mean, shouts out to BJ. That's that's definitely was up. That's good news for him, and he deserved it. It was definitely time to go. It is uh, definitely a word you want to be associated with versatility, right? Versatility. Hello. Uh, versatility is the way to do so. Big fave, always appreciative, man. We'll talk again on Friday. I, you know what? Just you, you got the win. I'm not even gonna ask you about it. I'm not gonna be the national media and start critiquing. You got the win, man. It is what it is, right? Got the win. Hey, hey but, but Gus, you would have led. If they would have oh, like, won, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'd have had you on at twelve oh five. I'd have had you on at twelve oh five to talk about the Texans upsetting the Cowboys. I'm not going to say nothing, Gus. I'm going to just continue to watch football. I mean, you know. So, Dak, he rallied up. He did what he had to do to show up. I'll tell you what. It's strange times, Marlon. It's strange times, dude. Uh, I got to see a lot of football (laughs) over the weekend. You know, high school football, unfortunately, Brother Martin couldn't get the win. John Curtis, congrats to them. Lutcher, a lot of uh, teams got it as well here locally. It was great to see that, but, dude, yesterday was strange. You know, I'm down there, and I mean, it was. There ain't no one was thinking about football yesterday, dude. It was an incredible atmosphere at the Smoothie King Center. Marlon, we'll talk again on well, Friday, sir. This, I know you got to run, but real quick, y'all lost to J.C. Curtis. Congratulations to him. Seventy-five games lost in his tenure. Yeah.
That's incredible. Don't you think about it. We lost every five games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Think it's about n- that. No, it's nuts, dude. They were so well coached. It's incredible. Thank you, Marlon. Have a good one, guys. All right, right, when we get back. Yeah, I hear you, bud. When we get back, I've got to play this. You're going to go nuts, Pels fans. Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bed bugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Always. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dick. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Time to fire up your laptops for Cyber Monday savings. Because the Home Depot has the tools to make your holiday magic with new savings every day. So start clicking and adding everything you need for the tech lovers in your life. Or grab one of our nailers, combo kits, or trimmers to surprise any doer on your list. Everything you need for the holidays is just a click away with free delivery on eligible online items. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mike White should continue to play. Continue to start him, Robert Sala. We've already seen this happen before. We've seen it happen in Washington with Robert Rivera and Carson Wentz. Taylor Heineke's out there. Dudes are playing for Taylor Heineke. You can see that. Guys are playing for Mike White. And it, it brings up a bigger discussion because I know when guys are drafted high, there's all this talk around quarterbacks and the word potential, right? I'd much rather have production than potential. KJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Can we talk Fox sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau. Thank you, Sakakis. Chris Paul falling out on that little whoopsie-daisy, uh, kicking out of the move there, the elbow to Jose's ribs that kind of started and sparked the whole thing after Zion's dunk. It wasn't the dunk, even though some people tried to make it the dunk. And I just got sent this. I, I, I mean, Ali Cosell yesterday said, you, you, you need to have Eddie Johnson on. I'm like, why, why didn't you have Eddie Johnson? He's part of the, he's there, Antonio Daniels. So, I got sent this. Fans here have gone from a one-time love affair with Chris Paul to a guy they love to shower with the booze, which is the greatest compliment a player can yeah. get, right? But, but I'm going to tell you something. You know, I think I have a little tech in me. They are booing, but they got a machine in here that kind of echoes the booze, okay? Right. All right, trust me. This crowd is not as loud as it seems. 
And, and they're loud. I give them respect. And they got a machine in here that's really working wonders, man. I'll tell you that right now. Because I'm looking at people's mouths and they're not saying anything. Like, but yet, it's a lot of booze. Do you understand why that dunk, man? I mean, do, do you get what I'm saying now? Do you get what I'm saying? You have shook them. My man is, what machine is that, by the way, when you have tech in you? Because I, I have a lot of tech in me. I, I, I literally engineer my own stuff. I'm legitimately trying to, I, I don't know of the machine he's referring to that echoes a microphone. I guess you could turn on an internal PA mic to make the arena louder. I, I, what machine is he referring to? There's a noisemaker machine football teams use and basketball teams may use in terms of like amplifying and playing that. It, pressing play on booing. The machine would be the laptop. Like, I, what machine specifically amplifies noise? I'm at a complete loss. For him to insinuate that that arena wasn't, that's what, that's what I was trying to tell you. It wasn't just yesterday. It was Friday. Play one. Like, the very beginning of the game. First play. This is, this is Zion's first bucket to make it 2-2 yesterday. Now Daniels, oh, chested down low Zion, indefensible. He sealed off his man. Okay, and then Dyson's three ball. Now Dyson, wide open, three ball, splash. Good find from C.J. McCollum. Now we're and that's trailing. a big shot okay. for that rookie. We're trailing, and C.J. gives the lead 12-11. High off the glass, too strong, rebound, Trey Murphy, Pels are running. McCollum, back to Trey, drives. And will float it off the glass. No, tipped up and in with a right hand by McCollum. I mean, again, early in the game, it, it's fine there. I, I'm, I'm just trying to understand because I'm looking at the score. It was 47, 48, or something like that nature. So it's a second quarter. Let's see if I can find a second quarter highlight. Here we go, Nance. Naji, right of the lane, switches to a left hand dribble, dotted line, kick it to Nance. They left him alone. Left wing three, Larry and down. Needed it. Okay, then Zion, again, they were trailing by four. Zion for the lead with this three. Around a Nance pick, get it to Z. Right wing three. Good! And clearly the machine it, must be turned on now. Then right after that, uh, CJ. Right corner, Trey. Doesn't take the three. Back to CJ, who takes the right wing three and splash. Yeah. So CJ McCollum. Yeah, so I guess the arena's not as loud as it. I, I mean... <laughs> Do you see why people don't like the Suns? I'm just, I, so there you go. For all uh, all that attended yesterday and on Friday, the, uh, the arena is not as loud as it appears. I, I I honestly don't know what to say. I don't. I guess this was piped in too. MVP chance ringing throughout. I'm just honestly, I'm at a loss. I'm like, there's sour grapes, and then there's like, you got under their skin, huh? You got under their skin with these two games.
It's unreal. Unreal. Here's Zion Williamson. Uh, that's just the city of New Orleans. They they got a lot of love. Uh, I've been saying it for years. Uh, Drew Brees told me when I first met him, if you love the city, it's going to love you right back. And um, it's a true statement. I love the city of New Orleans. Um, and I'm just glad they come out and support the way they do. There you go. By the way, uh, apparently just announced Zion Williamson, your player of the week in the Western Conference. Oh, here was something else, too, by the way. This was after Friday's game with the 360 dunk. They're David Wesley. They're a post-game in-studio analyst. Did you, did you hear from this guy? Did you hear this? I'm glad he did that because now they're a little, little extra fire mm-hmm. there. They flamed it. I mean, it's going. I'm, I want busy in there on him next game. I want to, I, Ish. I, I want him on his back mm-hmm. next game. I'm glad he did that. How about that? Put him on his back. That's injury player. I mean, it's unbelievable. The graph texting me. They're on the plane right now, and it was just announced on the uh, the overhead speakers in the plane to applause. Zion Williamson, Western Conference Player of the Week. So it was announced on the plane for him. It's you know, it, it's it it's it's unreal. Graph listening said, by the way, oh yeah, it got busy all right. Zion scored 35 the following game. Back to back 35 points performances. I'm glad he did that because now there's a little, little extra fire mm-hmm. there. They flamed it. I mean, it's going. I'm, I want busy in there on him next game. I want to, I, I, I want him on his back. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about getting under a team skin, huh? Amplified noise. Flat out calling for you to level a player. Because he did what your team does. And getting cheap late buckets, which wasn't cheap. By the way, there was time on the clock. Chris Paul could have dribbled the ball out, by the way. Shot clock was off. He instead attempted to go for a layup, which he missed. And then Lance got the rebound and threw it out to Zion. That's lost on this guy, by the way. Is he in there on him next game? I want to. Ish. I want him on his back. Thirty-five points. Not on his back. (laughs) Oh, Saturday is going to be fun in Phoenix, huh? Unreal. Zion on what he's learned in his seven-game win streak. It helped me understand that uh, we number one in the West right now. Um, I know to a lot of people that's not a big deal because I know it's early in the season but you know for us to kind of have that ranking right now uh that's big and we want to not only hold on to it but build on it because uh we have a deep team and we have a spe- we all have a special bond so everybody is happy to see each other do well so like I say all the time my teammates and my coaches they give me confidence to go out there and be me and I give my teammates and coaches the confidence right back. Going, I'm. I want busy in there on him next game. I want to. Ish. I want him on his back. Imagine what kind of person you must live and the life you lead, huh? That's what you want. Want him on his back. I mean, again, what's remarkable is this coming from a team that was the first seed, set the record for wins in franchise history last year, and you're worried about them. That that bothers you. Not the 39 minutes beforehand or whatever it is, right? 42, 40, whatever. 
that that bothers you? It's pretty incredible when you think about it, isn't it? Elbowing dudes in the ribs. I mean, the kick-out thing, that's, everyone does that in-game. They had that, that's why they've had to outlaw it, because it was a thing that all these guards were trying to do. Get cheap, cheap fouls. But that's what I took out of this series. It's a little mini-series. They looked at the Pels and they, I don't know how else to look at it, other than, we can't beat them mano a mano. It's just, it's nuts. One of the other things, too, that I love hearing from Zion is, this is what he answered when he was like, hey, you beat those two, you beat that team twice, was it me? I think that's big for us. Um, like I said, last game, the Suns, they've earned their resume. They're a great team. So for us to get two back-to-back wins against them, uh, that's uh, big for our confidence. Respectful. Meanwhile, aimed it. I mean, it's going. I'm. I want busy in there on him next game. I want it. Ish. I want him on his back. Man is on his back. By the way, Tory Craig was on his back. He tried to take the charge on Zion. <laughs> There's something that guy doesn't know, and Eddie Johnson doesn't know. You guys know this. Everyone listening knows this. You can't out Patty New Orleans. <laughs> I mean. We've been trained very well the last 15 years under Sean Payton, which is why he was embraced and a lot of the poor things he did was overlooked. You're not going to out-petty this city. And we're essentially a pachyderm. I mean, we're, we're a bunch of elephants, so we don't forget nothing. We ain't going to forget that quote. We ain't going to forget, as somebody just texted me earlier, the Three Stooges. Talking about Seattle on line one. Um, I think there's somebody that currently has a list of people that have talked ill of the Pels over the last year and a half that tweets it every time. I'm just saying, you're not out pettying us. So keep at it because you finally have a team that embodies you. Like that's why this team is being loved the way it is. Sure, the winning absolutely helps. Absolutely helps. But Jose Alvarado Friday, after he got those ribs contused, what, was there any chance he was going to not play in that game Friday? Yeah, I wasn't sitting out 100%. Um, I don't, um, not to, not to care about anybody else, but if that person plays, I'm playing. Playing in pain. My uncle's always told me, you're tougher than you think. So that's my mindset. You know, if I'm going to go out there, you're not injured. You know, uh, if you're going to sit out, if you're injured, you're going to do, you're going to have, excuse my language, assets, and you need to sit out. So um, uh, if I suit up, there's nothing wrong with me. But, um, you know, I'm just going to focus on, on trying to be healthy completely, 100%. I'm not 100, but like I said, if I'm out there, I got to be 100. So um, we're just going to compete. I'll be fine. I'm all right. I'm tougher than I think. I you love know, it. Like yeah. he said. Too bad we use... I guess that machine. It's a boo Chris Paul. Final segment next on ESPN New Orleans.
The holidays are the perfect time to announce your engagement. All your friends and family will be together. And every one of them is going to want to see your engagement ring. If you're going to do it, come to Ramsey's and do it right. Tell us what's hot, Lori. It's our updated Diamond Solitaire. Updated how? It's the classic Diamond Solitaire. A sparkling diamond on a simple gold band. Except it's not so simple anymore. Oh? It's covered in diamonds. A big diamond sitting on a band covered in diamonds? I like it. Everyone likes it. Give us prices. The updated solitaire band covered in diamonds starts at just $1,099. And the center stone? For less than $2,300, you can buy a three-quarter carat earth diamond or a one and a quarter carat created diamond. So your total price for the ring could be as little as $3,400. And we can go as big as you want to go. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers is the largest diamond store in Louisiana on veterans between Bonneville and West End in Metairie. Get ready, Greater New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 till 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting. Don't miss it. What would you say? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. You know what? Why not? One more time. One more time. Paul, no foul Z. Weaves through. Lay it. Missed it. Rebound. Nance. Throw it up to four Zion. This will be showtime. 360. Left hand. Chris Paul takes exception. The horn is sounded. Willie Green is being physically restrained. Yep. Yep. Eddie Johnson thinks there's a noise in a boom machine at the arena. Hey, 109.91.03. Oh, man. A noise machine. All right, uh, let's see. Saints head coach Dennis Allen saying that Andy Dalton will remain the starting quarterback in week 15 coming out of the bye. Allen said he thinks Dalton has done some good things. and They could have the offense playing better around him. Didn't rule out, though, eventually evaluating Jameis Winston, though. So, we'll see. We'll continue to speak about this uh, tomorrow. We'll have all of what uh, Coach has to say about this as the team will get back at it. They take on the Falcons. Hmm. What a difference in change this is now, huh? I guess it's still Felton Hey, week. I just, it doesn't feel the same. 
They have made a change at quarterback, though. It will be. Um, Desmond Ritter, the rookie, out of Cincinnati. So we'll kind of get a little focus. And maybe we'll go to Atlanta at some point this week, talk with uh, the Falcon folks up there and stuff. I mean, they got four more games to go. <laughs> it's just really something when you look at the games that the Saints could have won, had a chance to win. It's game after game. And where the division is right now. I mean, look, you look at what the Panthers have done with Steve Wilkes. That guy is absolutely, I mean, should be considered, right, to still be the, the coach at Carolina. With the way that team is playing right now, Steve Wilkes, after their win. I felt like we were just up and down. Uh, couldn't get into a rhythm. Um, you know, we actually did pretty good on third down. But uh, just first and second down, I think, really hurt us. And, uh, you know, obviously turnovers, you know, plays that, you know, we wish we can have back, but we can't, you know. So uh, for us, man, we just got to get back to it. Quick turnaround. You got to flush it, you know, learn from it, and get ready for the next one. Yeah. Brady on the loss to the 49ers. Many feel he's uh, recruiting himself to San Francisco. For this is a good football team. You know, they're good. They played well today. Uh, Brock played really well. Um they made a bunch of plays um, offensively and defensively in special teams. And we didn't make many offensively. We didn't make many defensively. We didn't make many on special teams. So, you know, you win because you make plays. You keep them from making plays. But they make plays and keep you from making plays. You know, you you lose by, you know, 28 points. Yeah, that was not good. Todd Bowles, the head coach. They didn't present any problems. He ran the offense and... You know, Kyle did a great job. Uh, they got us on two double moves, and he ran their offense. Everything we knew we were had it coming, and we just got to know. We sat up there, and, and short, we got our asses kicked. There it is. And, Roy, just for you, you can end the show one more time. Mike Greenberg on the Dolphins. The Dolphins may have been a mirage. They don't look so good. <laughs> look at that win streak. Those five wins were against the Steelers, the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, and the Texans. Those are the five games that they won. And you find yourself saying, so, were we kind of overstating how good they are? We're going to find out. But I think it is reasonable to at least wonder if there wasn't a little paper tiger involved in that dolphin along the way of that winning streak. And after a day of mourning, I'm sure we'll hear from Roy tomorrow. It's been the Sports Hangover. Thanks for tuning us in, Matt Moscona. Not the third review next Do you want a free EasyGo golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price.